forward. Have you ever met someone who had something you didn't have? I'm not talking about a person who had a cool fishing boat, a cute boyfriend, or a full-size bowling alley in the basement. I'm referring to something different, something internal. He or she had some inner quality that was difficult to describe but impossible to miss. It might have been an unmistakable joy, an unshakable faith, an undeniable peace, or something else you wanted but didn't have. Chris Hodges was a person like that for me. In the summer of 2006, I was slowly sinking under the weight of way too many commitments. When a friend asked me for a personal favor, my mind raced with excuses. Instinctively, I blurted out something about how busy I was, the only reasonable defense I could come up with in the moment. My friend didn't take no for an answer. I really believe you should meet this guy. He's a pastor, like you. I can't tell you why, but I'm just asking you this one time. Will you meet with him for me? I reluctantly agreed to a one-hour meeting with Chris Hodges. Little did I know that our brief meeting would extend into a three-day weekend and grow into one of the closest friendships I've ever known. There was something about Chris that grabbed my attention and wouldn't let go. Like me, he was leading a growing church. In fact, I don't know if I've seen a church in the United States grow faster than this. For me, the weight of leading our church seemed more like a burden than a blessing. Chris, on the other hand, seemed to walk lighter, rest better, and enjoy life at a deeper level than I did. At first I dismissed it as a difference in personality types, but then I discovered that he's a type A personality like me. The more time we spent together, the more I had to admit that our differences weren't practical or physical. They were unquestionably spiritual. Chris seemed to live with more of God's presence. On a trip to his church, Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama, I finally asked Chris point-blank, What's different about you? And that's when Chris started to tell me his story, the same one he'll share with you in this book. For starters, he hadn't always been as intimate with God. In fact, he'd been consistently overwhelmed, hurting, and deeply depressed. Chris explained in detail how he learned to do life and ministry empowered by the Holy Spirit. His thoughts weren't spooky or odd. They were very biblical and surprisingly practical. With his encouragement, I sought God during my first 21-day fast, something Chris had done with his church for years. Seeking the heart of God while denying my body physical nutrition unleashed something special inside of me. God's Word... God's people, and God's presence became a bigger part of my life, more so than ever before. God started to change me, heal me, cleanse me. The people closest to me noticed the changes, too. Now I'm not just serving God, I'm loving God, enjoying God, knowing God, and the difference is bigger than I could ever adequately explain. That's why I'm so thankful that you're holding this book. I believe God wants to use Chris's life, his story, and his wisdom to help you fall more in love with God than you have ever before. As you listen, I can assure you that Chris lives what he teaches, and he will help you exchange an increasingly stress-filled life for a God-honoring, 
world-changing, spirit-filled life. It's time for a breath of fresh air. Craig Groeschel Part 1. Searching for a Breath of Fresh Air Chapter 1. The Doldrums We were almost lost in the middle of the Pacific. We almost capsized in those doldrums. Robert Anderson Most mornings I wake up happy and optimistic, looking forward to another day. I've never been a depressed kind of guy. But in 1999, I had the worst year of my life. On paper, everything looked perfect, and there were no external clues pointing to my interior struggle. My wife loved me, and our children were healthy.